Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment for Inside Sources on a Wednesday here at KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you, and I uh, hope you are continuing to be vigilant and having the discipline. Uh, if you missed our conversation with Joseph Grenny today, uh, make sure you go download the podcast either, either on the uh, website or on our KSL News Radio app, uh, powered by Any Hour Services. A uh, great way to go back because one of the challenges is going to be, can we sustain this? Uh, can we keep it going as we come out of our caves, as things start to, to change a little bit and a, a little bit of the regular routine? Uh, are we still going to have the discipline to keep doing things uh, and have those behaviors become the norm? Uh, so that's really the the test. And so uh, Joseph had some great ways to have conversations, whether you're a leader, uh, leader of a business, leader of a community, leader of a family or, and uh, neighborhood. Uh, those are all things that we need to do. So make sure you pick that up. Uh, and also just curious, uh, as always, I want to know what's happening in your neighborhoods and uh, in your places where you're staying home and staying safe. And you can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. Five seven five zero zero and five seven five zero zero weigh in. Uh, what's happening? What are you thinking about? What are you reacting to? Uh, what are you hearing here on KSL that is being helpful to you? And what do you wish we'd do a little more of or a little less of? Uh, we're always looking to make sure we're delivering the things that you need uh, to help make sure we're dividing the rage from rage from the reason that we're elevating the conversation, that we're creating clarity and not confusion, and helping all of us move forward in a in a positive way. Well, as we round out the program today, I uh, wanted to focus on a, an area that I, a lot of us are finding we, we have a little extra time. Uh, we've talked about it this week. Uh, we, we often use the phrase, if only I had time, I would. And this is it. This is your chance. Now you have a little more time. So what will you do? Uh, will you spend a little more time with family? Will you study a little more, read a little more, reflect a little more, ponder a little more? Uh, what is it that you're going to do? And so I want to give you one thing today. Uh, that I think is really important. This is something uh, that I've been thinking about for uh, many years, uh, one that I've tag-teamed uh, with uh, my good friend Barry Packer on. Uh, and it's this idea that you know technology hasn't just changed the way we communicate. It's also changed the way we connect with other people and the way we connect with ourselves. Uh, keyboards, touchpads, cell phone screens, those are all really efficient ways to to capture a thought or a note or to share an idea or send a quick message. And, and while they're super efficient, they're not necessarily always the most effective. In many instances, technology prevents us from thinking deeper and thinking more clearly. Uh, people simply think and write differently uh, when you use a computer keyboard or a mobile device than when you actually use a good old-fashioned pen and a piece of paper. Uh, those are good things, and you should never underestimate the power of a pen. Uh, when you're struggling with a particular problem, when you're frustrated, you can't break through a certain issue, or you're given the, an, an opportunity you can't quite seem to grasp or get your head around, uh, I think the best thing to do is to grab a pen and a fresh sheet of paper uh, and go at it. 
Sir Francis Bacon, uh, great quote, said, reading maketh one full. So as you read, you, you fill yourself up. Conference makes a ready man. So as you dialogue, as you discuss with others. And then he said this, writing makes you exact. So writing forces you to get more specific in your thoughts, more precise with your meaning. Uh, writing creates clarity uh, in a way nothing else can. And I believe such clarity is so critical, particularly in an age when when people get persuaded, uh, even in their own thinking, by just kind of the, the sweeping generalities instead of the specifics. Uh, we're so good at that, uh, whether that's national news, whether that's reading just the headlines, scrolling through our social media. We, we skim across the surface really well, but we often don't get to the essence. We don't get to that exactness, and writing can always help you do that. Uh, I've always complained that uh, there are fewer and fewer people left on the planet who know how to put together a proper letter or an email, or, or we've lost our ability to articulate our thoughts and ideas and, and feelings with real exactness, with a real preciseness to it. Uh, it's also interesting that you know most important letters or memos and notes um, are going to be those that we write to ourselves. You know, we'll, we'll talk about writing notes to others. That's a big deal. Uh, but a lot of the things we write for ourselves to get clarity uh, really make really makes a difference. Uh, I'm I am most grateful uh, for an older sister who almost physically forced me to write, <laughs> to get pen and paper, uh, and even with things I didn't want to think about or deal with or process, she forced me to write about them with a pen and a piece of paper. Uh, and it became a, a discipline and a skill uh, that I use every day today, and not just at work. Uh, it's what I do in my personal life as well. Uh, we also have to make sure that uh, we recognize that a you know a few hundred characters in a text or a tweet aren't really going to help you express your vision <laughs> or your dream for the future. Uh, quick hit email, fine, uh, but it's not going to help you process what's what's really troubling your heart or uh, getting in the way of your relationships. Uh, a meme, a meme can make you laugh or smile. That's a good thing. I like that. Might even make you cry, uh, but it's not going to have that transformational power for you uh, to really move forward in a significant way. Uh, I love C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis said, whenever you're fed up with life, start writing. And then he said this, ink is the great cure for all human ills. I love that. Ink is the great cure for all human ills. So if you find yourself a little discouraged or a little depressed with the uh, current uh, stay at home, stay safe, uh, ink and a piece of paper can be your best friend, can be the fastest path forward for you out of the darkness. Uh, I really think there there is something magical that occurs as the mind and the hand work together uh, to put thoughts and ideas on paper. And it doesn't matter how poor your handwriting is or your penmanship. Trust me, I've got really bad handwriting. Uh, and it doesn't matter how poor your spelling is. Uh, I am a very wobbly speller at best. Uh, but it's interesting. Writing just enables you to tap into a different element in your brain and your consciousness that you're just, you just don't access when you're typing things on a computer or on a screen. Uh, it's just a different part of the brain. So we just have to be careful. We just have to be careful. In our rush to get the latest technology, uh, we've left out one of the most powerful uh, things we have available to us, and it's, it's ink. Uh, ink is not only a great cure for all human ills, but it's a, it's a great passageway for us as well. 
into the idea, into the realm of ideas and inspiration uh, that we need. And a lot of the great thinkers that I know uh, are never more than a few feet away from a nice pen and a nice fresh sheet of paper. Uh, and that's the the real key. Uh, and so if you're you're feeling a bit of the blues today, if you're trying to solve a difficult problem, if you're looking to gain some clarity in your thinking, or you're struggling to kind of recapture the the magic a little bit in your world, just grab a pen and a piece of paper and let the ink flow and the paper and the page will turn into something good for you today. And especially send a note to somebody who's made a difference in your world. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.